Hey y'all, welcome back to another episode. Hey, okay, so we're gonna talk about Bad Boys season one, episode four. I might post episode three. Episode three goes into some mess. Um, which as I was like, I don't know if I'm gonna post that or not, because it goes into some mess in my own. Like, I just kind of like tell the truth about stuff. <laughs> and I don't think a lot of people are ready for that. But that like not even just for the bad boys club, but just like in general. Anyway, so here we go. Episode four. So episode four takes place after Okay, so episode three, like, they go to the club, blah, blah, blah. They're going to a bowling alley, um, because they don't, like, they, they're not doing shit. It's only been, like, you know, two days in the house, and there's just been too much drama. So anyway, episode three, they're going to the club, or this bowling alley, and I guess someone named The Baby is there, and they get into some fight, um, him and some other dude get into some fight over one of their sisters, whatever the hell, um, which shuts the party down. So the boys really just get there, and they already had all this drama. So yeah, they're going home. Um, William, so let's start here. So William the Baddest, in the last episode when they all go to the bowling alley, he was twerking on Moolah, allegedly, and and, and Curtis. Because, you know, Curtis is a fucking second banana. By the way, there's going to be a lot of cursing in this, but Curtis is a second banana. I can't stand Curtis. I cannot stand Curtis. Like, he he's... He is just a second banana if I've ever seen one. Anytime Moolah has something to say, Curtis is right there. Like... Curtis speaks for Moolah when he needs to. Curtis is, Curtis is bottom bitch energy, period. Like, he just is. He just is. He just is. Anyway, so... They get back on the bus, and they're all upset because they're like, yeah, the party just got shut down. We we just got here, and the party's already shut down, right? Dylan and um, and William were twerking, all that stuff. Someone else was twerking, too. I can't remember who it was. Um, I think Gutta. Might have been Gutta. Or it's working all over the club. Like I said, allegedly, like, William twerked on Moolah, who's like, I'm very team straight, yada, yada, yada. I don't mess with gays, pretty pre- pretty much, pretty much. Um, so they get back on the bus, and William is sitting in the back with uh, Moolah and Curtis, the two straight guys in the house, right? So on the bus, like, they're all talking about, like, how they're upset that the party got shut down, da-da. And then Moolah is like, I feel like this is a good opportunity to call out William for his behavior. So he's telling William, like, you know, you're doing too much. You were twerking on me. Ew, 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 blah, 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 all this kind of stuff. Which Moolah, like, over and over and over again in this show, Moolah is just showing, like, somehow he's not anti, you know, gay. He's not did that. But, and I get it. Look, I get it. You should respect someone's space. That is the f- first and foremost. I understand that part. However, you've been having too many issues with people and their sexuality, this, that, and the third. Like, if homeboy's twerking on you, tell him, move. M- bye, Move respect my space and move right like why confront him in an enclosed space where you're sitting right next to him y'all could have talked about this outside right i mean i know you need the drama but y'all could have talked about this outside i don't get it so william is in his feelings william is like kind of like okay well i never meant to disrespect you you know mulah's not really trying to hear it william gets this idea that they're gonna fight so william is kind of like scared they're gonna fight blah blah um and for a minute, the other boys on the bus to kind of stick up for William. They understand where Moolah's coming from, but they stick up for William. And it's, William is just like fight or flight. So anyway, um, I want to say this. Rally, I think it's Rally B or really whatever his name is. He is fake. I love him dearly, but he's fake. He's a friend I would never trust. He is a friend I would never trust. Because he's like, he's acting like he's William's friend. But he was talking a whole bunch of shit. Like, I'm just like, Rally, why are you so fake? Really? Whatever your name is. Why are you so fake? Like... He's a good time, but he's fake. So anyway, um, they do a little squabble, yada, yada, yada. 
Then they cut to the next morning, right? And so it's um, Mulan, um, Anthony, and Rat, really, whatever his name is. They're all sitting there, you know, by the pool talking. And they're like, oh, you know, they have to, you know, they have to, like, in, in reality TV shows, they have to pretend like they don't know what happened. Like, they don't live together, so they weren't having this conversation, like, in the bed or, you know, through text, whatever, in the house. They got to play dumb. Like, you know, like, all that reenactment crap. And these guys are bad at it. They're so bad at it. Like, I'm like, this is so staged. Like, a lot of this stuff is, I mean, obviously, reality TV is staged. But, like, it's some of this stuff, I'm like, who thought of this? Y'all are, like... Y'all are kind of like a parody of a reality TV show. Like you're like, you're even, you're even less of that. Like, so anyway, they're sitting there by the pool talking and they're like, oh, well, I don't know if you guys know this, but William isn't coming back to the house, yada, yada, yada. So then they go and talk to Dylan and, and well, and, and Milan is like, let's try to get him back. Let's try to get him back in the house. We don't want him gone, blah, 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 which I'm like, y'all don't want him gone. Y'all been acting like he's not even there the last two episodes. Cause I mean, we all forgot about him. So, like, why do y'all care that he's gone? Like, your dad boy's like, who cares? Like, if, he, if he's gone, he's gone, right? So, Milan then goes, Milan then goes to talk to Dylan, who is the roommate. And Dylan is another one I can't. Dylan and Christopher are my least two favorite in the house. You want to talk about second banana, fake ass energy? Those two. So, Dylan is like, oh, yeah, you know, he's my boy. We're, we're roommates or whatever, you know, like, I'll... You know, I hope he comes back, blah, blah, I'll talk to, to Moolah and, and Curtis and, you know, try to get their side of the situation. But yeah, he packed up last night. He thought they were going to jump us and he couldn't sleep and all this kind of stuff. So he just did, right? So, you know, let me also add to the fact that Milan also went into Dylan and his room with nothing but some... Sh- and I mean, like, with, like, briefs on, which I'm not really offended by but I'm just kind of like real Milan this is Milan is plugging this show to show one that he's like an alpha male quote-unquote and two like just to show off his body like he's not stupid he's very real aware that he has a tape out there and he wants the world to know like yes I have that body I am that person which is like such a huge thing in the gay community the whole Adonis type type deal that's such a big deal in the community and Milan is just like living proof living proof so he's just you know running around with like no clothes on in, in this boy's room and I'm just done anyway so he's talking to Dylan Dylan's like trying to be sympathetic but he's also fake Dylan is so fake Dylan is like the worst one in the house Curtis is terrible too but Dylan is like so fake anyway so him and Dylan are on the same page let's try to get you know William back blah blah Mulan calls, uh, Mulan calls William and is like, hey, what is going on? Are you coming back or not? And William is like, nope, I read energies and this fool was trying to fight me. I thought I was going to get jumped. I thought me and Dylan were both going to get jumped. Yada, yada, yada. Like, this just isn't cool. I, did, I never meant to be like that. It never meant to be any problems, but whatever. And they're all like, come back. Just like, come back, get your stuff, you know, or like, you know, don't, you know, just don't get your stuff, but, you know, come back. Like, get this money, chase this coin. And he's like, look, I spent thousands upon thousands on my body to make it look this way. I'm not about to go and get in a fight, you know, with this dude. And they're like, but he's not even going to, like, he's not even trying to fight you. Like, and that's how I feel about it too. I'm kind of like, okay, but Curtis, like, not Curtis, but Moolah doesn't, he's a buck oh five. What is he going to do? Like, what, like, what do you, what do you think is going to happen? But I did find out in the episode that like they share a, con- a conjoined bathroom. So there is like access to get to him. Um, but at the same time, I just don't, I don't see Moolah doing that. Like, I just, I just don't, I don't think Moolah's a fighter. I don't think, he doesn't give me fighter energy at all. But I think William is also scared of everything that, like, 
even his own shadow. So I feel like William was like, I'm, you know, anybody could pop off. And I mean, he's not wrong. When they first got there, like, let's let's keep it real. Dylan and William both felt like they were going to get jumped. So I kind of understand. At the same time, I do think there's, like, a toxic idea about, like, I hate to say this, but about, like, Black men. It, in these two mi- in these two's minds, because why were they both on the same page that they were going to get jumped for, like, no reason? Nobody was going to jump them. Like, it, was, it just wasn't going to happen. But anyway, and then, well, not only that, but also straight men. Now, I will say, I will say this, because I want to talk about this, too, because they were making fun of William and, like, his trauma. And I'm like, that's not okay, because we don't know what William has gone through, right? Like, look, for me, I can only speak from my, my experience, but growing up as a gay male and knowing fairly young what I was, like, boys always wanted to fight me. They always wanted to fight me. They always threatened me. They always wanted to fight me. And there were times I was legitimately scared because there would be like a group of them. It was cool to pick on the gay kids. It was cool. And it was either deny that you're gay, fight, or, you know, get somebody else involved. It was really like that. Like, that's how it really was. Like, a lot of the gay boys I knew growing up, we had to, like, say that we weren't. Because we weren't trying to get beat up. Like, that just we wasn't trying to happen. And then when the, when we did get, did get into fights, it was always more than, like, one person that wanted to get on us. So we were lucky if it was ever a fair one-on-one fight. It was normally, like, several boys trying to fight you because they want to fight a gay dude. Whatever that's about, they, that's what they want to do, you know? So, I mean, I do kind of feel for William in that sense, like, of not really knowing, like, what's going to happen. But it wasn't that deep, like, to me, like, y'all sat right next to each other on the bus. If he really wanted to fight you, he would have fought you right there where you couldn't get anywhere, right? Why would you think he was going to fight you when y'all are sitting side, like, if y'all sitting side by side in the bus and he has easy access to you and he didn't hurt you, why would he try to beat you up later? Like, what, what, what would the point of that be? Like, I don't get it. So, you know, M- Milan is trying to convince him to come back. William is like, nope, I'm good. Thank you. Bye. Um, and then we kind of just go into this, like, you know, back and forth between how Moolah and uh, Curtis were feeling about it, about the whole interaction. And again, like, Curtis is just so tag along. Like, he's like, yeah, I think he even twerked on my face. I'm like, what the, what are you talking about? Like, shut, Curtis, shut up. Curtis, shut up. Like, seriously, you are dumb. Why are you in this house? You're dumb. Anytime Moolah has, he feels some type of way or does something, here goes Curtis, always trying to be his number one man. Like, stop playing. Just stop. So anyway, Dylan comes down and talks to those two. And again, we can see how fake he's being. He's switching up sides. He's switching up sides already. Like, you just talked to Milan about helping getting homeboy back. And here you are switching up again with Curtis and Moolah. Like, you're fake. You're at, like, William, like, William, like, Dylan is absolutely fake in the show. He's, he's just completely fake. So, anyway, um, cut to later, and basically, bottom line, like, William isn't coming back. He's not gonna come back. Um, Real did say something, Real, Real called William himself, like, a lot of them called William to talk to him, and said something that was messed up about William. Like, I was like, bro, that's not even okay. So, William does eventually come back to get, like, his stuff or to talk or whatever, and he's talking to Natalie, he's talking to the producer, and they're, like, you know, trying to get his side of the story, and he's like, I felt like I was gonna get jumped, that's how I felt, blah, blah, blah. So, then, uh, allegedly, they're, they're in the, they're in the, uh, the, uh, in the driveway, I'm sorry, of the house, that's why William came back. And, of course, Moolah comes out. 
And Moolah's like, you know, what the hell, William? Like, like, why do you think I'm going to jump you? I would never do that. And we find out that him and William have kind of, like, a past, like, of knowing each other. Like, I guess, like, he went, uh, William went on Moolah's show. They played one of his songs. He was telling, you know, how he liked William's energy. So they know each other, like, sort of. But he felt like once they met, things changed. Like, in person, things changed or whatever. And... It was, it was kind of weird for a minute. Like, I think William was, like, low-key, like, crying because he was like, I would never disrespect a straight person because I, I, I won't respect too. So why would I disrespect you? Kind of shit. Um, and then Moolah just drops a ball. And it's like, or bomb. And it's like, oh, but you were leaking the cast information. And you leaked who was going to be in the house. And you, like, like Moolah at this point did switch up. Because I was like, where's this coming from? Why did you get this boy back here just to do this kind of shit? Like, but you're trying to get him to stay? Like, come on now. You want him gone. Because that, like, why? Y'all said, oh, come back. We want you back. And then you pull this. For what? What was the need to pull, to call him out for that? Like, I mean, if he did that and you've been new about it, why didn't you call it out beforehand, right? Like, why did you wait for this moment to call it out? Like, this is, this is really bad reality TV when shit just don't make sense. Because it's like, you were on the bus next to him knowing that he, he leaked the cast. Why didn't you say anything? Right? Like, why didn't you pull him aside earlier and say anything to him? Why did you wait till this moment to just tack on something else? Because you got tired of someone trying to create this narrative that you're anti-LGBTQA+, which you still could be. So you're kind of like, oh, so you wanted to put, show me in this light? Okay, fine. I'm going to expose the fact that you, you know, leaked the cast. And what the fuck? And he's like, yeah, you know, I got messages from your friends saying congratulations that I made it on the show and they want to see me go far. And you leaked the cast and that was messed up. And I'm like... So wait a minute, you're upset because someone gave you congrats. Bitch, go sit down. Go sit down. Like, Mulan, you're trash. You're, and then, of course, Milan comes out after and is like, what did I miss? What do you mean, what did you miss? Bitch, why weren't you there in the first? Like, this is all trash, trash. Anyway, so William is gone. He ain't coming back. It is what it is. So that's two guys gone now. So that means that there's eight of them left. There are two straight men now. And then the other five are, like, on the LGBTQA plus spectrum. Um... No, other six. I can't do math. The other six on the LGBTQA plus spectrum. Speaking of that, let's get into Carry On. So Carry On in this episode, him and uh, Gutta K are talking. And of course, of course, of course, Gutta's like being messy. He's like, I'm in your bed. Carry On's in the bathroom and William's like, or, and, and Gutta's like, I'm in your bed. Blah, blah, blah. What you gonna do about it? And I'm like, oh my God, stop. Like this overly flirting this is, but it's cute. It really is kind of cute. And so, like, Carry On is like, hey, listen, we are just going to be friends. Whatever you're looking for, it ain't like that for me. I'm sorry, but no, I can't offer you that right now. There definitely seems like maybe in the future they could be together. I kind of think they're together now in real life, to be honest with you. Just my personal thoughts. But, um lets him know like we're just gonna be friends right so then they start talking about their families and apparently gutta lost his stepdad like two months before filming the show um and he's just been dealing with it or they've been dealing with it and like um Kirion is like kind of blown away by like how nonchalantly um gutta revealed that um he lost his real dad when he was like six or seven so he really didn't have him in his life and then he had his stepdad or they i'm sorry i should say they um because i'm not really i think i think I think Gutta says that they have, like, their pronouns are he, they, or something like that, but I don't want to assume, so I'm just going to say they. Anyway, so, Gutta explains how, you know, they lost their, their father, Phil, and all you know, types of way about that, understandably, and then asks Carry On about his father and what's going on there, and, like, this is really when I started to see, like, Carry On is not okay. 
like on so many levels carry on is not okay like there's something else going on with carry on that's just not about his dad he like something else is really not like i'm really getting the vibe from carry on that he might need some additional seek some additional help outside of this because this is just not it i'm really like i'm really concerned about him now because he just like i don't like the, the way he was in this episode was like really like a problem to me not a problem but triggered me because I'm like I I like being someone who I have a lot of issues with my myself but also like I've been um in I've been in an inpatient program before and I've done I've done that program twice and I've you know made a lot of friends talked to a lot of people inside of those programs and like there's certain things you're able to kind of see you know, because when you're in those programs, you really have to focus on self, but you also learn how to, like, help other people through their shit. Like, for me, my second time, even my first time in, I helped a lot of other patients. Um, Like, which, I mean, I felt like I was, like, not... Fo- like, I was still able to focus on myself and my own recovery, but I still wanted to focus on them, too. Like, I, I'm, a, I'm a helper. I always want to help people. Like, even when I'm irritated, I'm just, like, so... I, I don't have to, like... There are people I cannot stand, I think, are absolute trash, but I will still go and try to help them because... I think everybody needs help. And I know myself, like, you know, I'm not perfect. And I know there are times I like, I legit need help. And I feel like you need to sometimes, you know, take the way you feel about somebody out of the equation and help that person out. That's the kind of person that I am as a person. It's hard, but that's how I am. There are a lot of people I'm like, I cannot fucking stand you. But if you need my help, I'm gonna help you. And there were just certain things about carry on that I'm like, this boy is not okay. This is not the right move. The show is not the right move for him because something is really going on. There's something that's so much bigger than just his father. There's some, and not even, maybe not even his sexuality. There's just something. There's just something. Like, he gives me ticking time bomb personality vibes. Like, some is not okay with carry on. Like, some is just not. And maybe it's the show. Maybe he, like, he had to put on a front on the show. I don't really know, but there's something going on. So he was talking about his dad and how he feels like his dad is spiritually dead rather than physically dead. And he feels like they're both. He's grieving that loss of the father that he, you know, had or never really had. It's just, there's a lot of stuff going on with him. But, um... At one point in the interview, he starts crying and he's just kind of like, okay, like, what do you want from me? Like, to the, to the guy who's interviewing him. And the guy's like, are you okay? Do you need a minute? And he's like, what the, what, what does that mean? What the fuck does that mean? Like, he just, like, snapped at him for, like, no reason. Like, it wasn't like a snap snap, but it was definitely like, okay, bro, you're, like, he's just asking if you're okay. You're tripping now. Like, you're doing too much. Carry on. Stop. Like, he just, I don't know. To me, that part, I was like, okay, he's got a lot of triggers. There's something, like, uh, like... If people asking you if you're all right is a trigger, like, sis, I don't, I don't know what's, like, why are you here? Why are you in this? Why are you here? Like, I don't know if he's starting to regret it or realizing, like, hey, this shit ain't for me, but whatever. So, after that, we get to, um, the whole song portion of the whole thing. Like, they're like oh, yeah, we want to, you know, this, the episode's ending. They're like, yeah, you know, William's not coming back. Again, we see Dylan being fake as fuck because they're like, well, if William does come back, where's he going to sleep at? And Dylan's like, he's not sleeping in my fucking room, blah, blah, blah. And they're like, wait a minute, y'all were friends. Like, you said if he comes back, everything's fine. And now you're going to switch up because you're in the room with everybody. Like, you're so fake, Dylan. Dylan is so fucking fake in the show. Oh, my God. I can't stand him. He's so fake. So he's like, yeah, he's not going to sleep in my room, blah, blah, blah. He's trash. He's this. He's that. He's not a real bad boy. He's fake. And I was like, wait a minute, bitch. Weren't you the one in episode one ready to go home because you thought you were about to get jumped? So what What changed? Like, what changed? How did you go from being like, 
you know, I'm, I'm scared narrowly. I'm leaving. To now talking shit about William because William is leaving because he's afraid he, he would get jumped. Like, 48 hours later. What changed in two days, you fake ass? Like, oh, girl, whatever. Whatever. And it, like, it bothers me, too, because, like, like I said, they were kind of making fun of William about going home. Which, I mean, yeah, it is kind of corny to say you're a bad boy and you're going home. But at the same time, like I said, like, what we're not going to do is act like, you know gay men don't get like gay bashed all the time what we're not gonna do is that because i hate that i hate when people act like you know oh what are you afraid of like you're afraid that yeah that's an actual real fear fear because it happens like it happens to more gay people more lgbtqa plus people than you realize right like it's like getting beat down because of your race which still happens like it's crazy how much people think that like you know shit's just gone like oh because we're more accepting of pride and lgbtqa issues that shit's just gone no shit's not gone are you kidding me actually with the more acceptance more comes more hate what are you talking about like this shit's not gone i can completely understand to a degree where william is coming from like i do think that he's projecting things that happened to him in his past onto a situation with mulan that mulan really isn't gonna fight him but still there's a lot of trauma i'm sure that he's been through when it comes to guys trying to gang up on him or fight him that he's he's misplacing his trauma in this situation but a trigger is a trigger and i do feel like he got he definitely got triggered by what's happened to him in his past and a lot of these boys in the room say they can relate to that so why y'all making fun of him why are you making fun of him would y'all know like what that shit is like you know if homie was waking up in the middle of the night paranoid about this like he couldn't sleep well because of an argument like of a verbal confrontation that makes me sad if i was his roommate i'd be really sad for me like bro like i'm so sorry whatever happened to you in your life like i'm sorry it's not gonna happen here it's just not but that's that i'm sorry dude like that really is sad like and that's how they don't like this show the things that they're not addressing and the way they're addressing shit is not okay and honestly i'm like y'all are dumb y'all signed up to do this show knowing you have triggers knowing you have baggage and all they're gonna do is exploit that baggage they're not gonna help you like this, this shit is not therapeutic y'all too busy thinking about money but you're not thinking about what this show is doing to you and the traumatic experiences it, you're having to relive you know carry on his dad William and, and, and possibly getting beaten up from the sound of it a lot of the boys in the house have that same issue a lot of their daddy issues are coming up too and it's just like you guys need to really just like y'all need help like <laughs> that's how I look at <clears throat> excuse me that's how I look at William's situation is like bro I feel so bad for you because like if you wake up in the middle of the night because of a, a verbal confrontation with somebody and you think they're about to jump you when you get back to the house because allegedly that got out that like Somebody was trying to jump them, but even like William and, or not William, like uh, Moolah and <clears throat> Curtis were like, we weren't about to jump nobody for what are we jumping you for? Like, we just want to have a conversation with you. We're not jumping you. So I don't know where that information came from or what that, what the story behind that is, but William was shook and left. And I just, I feel bad. I really feel bad for him because like, you know, you shouldn't feel like you're going to have to be run out of your house over like a verbal like confrontation like that. Like that is so dumb. And it's not dumb for him. It's just dumb that that happened. Like, I feel really bad for William because I'm like, that is somebody's trauma that y'all just making fun of. Like, but like I said, from, from gay boy to gay boy, from gay man to gay man, y'all, y'all should know, like some of y'all making fun of him should know exactly where he's coming from with that whole, like, you know, getting jumped because you are the way you are kind of shit. Like, don't play that game or don't act like that shit doesn't exist. Cause it is very real. And like, Y'all need to grow the fuck up, period. That's just how I feel about it. Um, next, 
So that's how it ends. They're all talking about they're going to do a song together because it's bad boys. They need to turn up and fucking Milan has pretty much taken upon himself to be the leader in the house that nobody asked for. He's the leader. He's the glue. You know, you always have that one person who like nobody asked you to lead shit, but here you are trying to lead shit. Like nobody asked you, but here you are. Or like, you know, trying to make up ideas and stuff when nobody asked you like, Hello? Like, make up ideas for yourself. Lead yourself. Don't lead me. Like, we're, we're grown-ass men. We don't need you to come in the house and be like, yeah, well, Natalie put me in charge. Who the fuck is Natalie? Yeah, she's the producer, but who cares? Like, girl, you already said this is their show, so shut up. Like, sit back, do your business, and leave. Like, the, and this is the first episode that Natalie's not in, except psych, she is in it. Because when William went up there to talk to the producers, guess who's a producer? Natalie. Guess who was there? Natalie. So Natalie has not had a break this whole ep- this whole TV series, which I don't think she wants one. I think more money in her bag is more money in her bag. So who really cares, right? Anyway, so they're going to make a song. Half the, half the house is like, why are we making a song? And the other half is like, okay, cool, whatever. So... Next week on the show, we're going to focus on the song they're going to do. And apparently, it's going to be another fallout between, like, the boys and Milan. All the guys who are friends with Milan are going to start seeing, like, oh, he's trying to play, like, like he's leader. Yeah, that's not going to happen. And then there's going to uh, p- potentially be a fight between Milan and, um, oh, my gosh, Kirion. Who I'm like, Kirion's been through too much already. Why do we need to fight? Like, Kirion, like... I love Carrion. I really do. I'm glad he's on the show, but at the same time, he shouldn't be there. Like, I wish I would have found out about Carrion by other means and really got into him by other means because, like, this show is just, like, every other episode, there's a problem with you. Like, every every, every other episode. And you act like you're big and bad and you're just really not. Like, I think, I think Carrion, like, some people in life just need a good ass whooping for no other reason than they just need a good ass whooping. For no other reason. We're not going to make it about your sexuality. We're not going to make it about this, that, and the third. We're not going to make it about anything. Some people just need a good, fashioned, old-style ass whooping. And that's Carrion. Because Carrion, he's talking like, Carrion act like he's big and bad. Like, he ready to throw down. He ready to fight. But it's like, bitch, you're really not. Because anytime somebody throws hands, all you want to sit there and do is laugh. And it's not even like a joker laugh. Like, you're so far gone in your mind that it's like funny to you laugh. Nah, you putting on the front, dude. Like, you really just, you're scary. Like, Carrion, I love you, but you just give me like scary bitch vibes like you really do you really do you really do like the whole joker persona you trying to pull off nobody's buying that shit nobody's buying it i do think he needs a lot of help yes but at the same time i think he also needs a good old ass woman and i don't think he needs to be on the show i just don't i think that was a big mistake and i think he realizes how much of a mistake that was because there's nothing but drama like but it's the bad boys club sis what did you think like go, what like that's what i really want to know from these guys what did y'all think it was going to be about it's the bad boys club. Have you watched the bad girls club? They don't give a damn about these girls' mental health. They don't give a damn about these girls, what they're going through. They want to exploit these girls, which, I mean, I was just talking about that in the show earlier, which is why I was saying, why y'all, why did y'all come on this show just to be exploited this way? Why? Y'all shouldn't have done that. Y'all shouldn't have done that. Like, and then put two straight men in the house who are so like, oh my God. Okay. Okay whatever so i'm i'm excited to see the next episode like sort of kind of but i don't know to me episode this, these episodes ain't given that much like they really go and harp over the same shit for too long like like i said like they didn't film they didn't really film that long so like everything that you're seeing is shit just like that they had 
because they didn't have much. Because I'm like, why are we talk? Why are we wasting the whole ass episode on William leaving, and we're avoiding the fact there was a fight with with the baby or whatever his name is at the damn club, and they didn't get much footage because I didn't see shit from the beginning of the episode. So I'm like, this is a waste. Like the whole episode is about William not leaving or whatever, and it's like nobody cares enough. Like nobody cares about William enough. Like I just don't. He wasn't developed. Like the show hasn't really developed well. Uh, getting to know the guys that in that in that light. So William leaving means nothing to me. All of them trying to save him and trying to keep him back at the house for what? What are you saving him for? Y'all been talking shit about him the last two, three episodes. Why you care that he's there? Like, and maybe that's just how, like, that's how some, I guess how some friendships are. I try to not have friendships like that. Like, if I find myself talking shit about you behind the scenes or to other people, then why are we friends? Like, I'm trying, like, I really don't like that fake shit. And I don't like being fake. And to me, that's hella fake. Like, if you run around talking shit about me like crazy behind my back, but then when I'm there, you want to act like we're cool. No, dude. Like, and, and be like, that's just how our friendship is. No, no. I don't need no friend in my life talking a whole bunch of shit about me when I'm not there, but then act like we're best friends when I see them. Fuck that fake shit. I'm not into that. I like, I'm really not. I'm wholeheartedly not into that shit. Like, if you are a fake bitch, do not bother with me. Please don't. Please don't. Like, please don't. I only, like, real bitches only. I really have no time for the fake ones. I really don't. Like, there's nobody in my life that, like, I just talk mad shit about when they're not around. Like, no. And if I'm talking shit, I'm talking shit to your face. So you've been new all the things I'm already saying behind your back, but I'm not saying nothing behind your back, co. So there's that. But, like, that's just how I am. I don't like fake shit. I never have. So. But anyway, that's the end of this one, you guys. It's... <sighs> Milan is getting on my nerves. Real, I like real, but he's being too much. Like, he's just, he's being too much. Like, he's so fake in, in ways. Dylan, I can't stand. Mula, I can't stand. Curtis, I can't stand. Um, I like Gutta K. I like Gutta K a lot. I, I feel for Carry On. I think he needs help. I think he needs to be off this damn show. Anthony, I, I forget about him. Anthony ain't giving much. He cute. He cute, but he ain't giving much. Like, I like his relationship with Milan, but then I don't. Um... William, another one I didn't care for, so I don't care that he's gone. Andrew Caldwell is been gone, so I really don't care about him either. We're supposed to get two brand new roommates. Where are they coming? I don't know. But Jonathan's supposed to show up, and then Rio is supposed to show up. So I'm waiting for those two to show up to replace whomever, because it's, it's getting kind of stale. It's getting kind of stale. Um, and this whole Bad Boys for Life shit they trying to they trying to put up in the next episode can go away. Bad Boys for Life for what? Like, no, grow up. Anyway, that's the end of this. See you guys later. Bye-bye.